Uh, we are here for Grand Prix Week, and I'm catching up with Regan Todd. Uh, Reggie, firstly, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me, Paul. Very impressive, uh, impressive uh, opening to the interview, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it's been you know, about 10 bloopers already, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, here at La Ross Lodge, um, high activity, mate. There's a few people here. Yeah, yeah, no, there's, so we've got about 30 of our own, and there's about 10 stones, so yeah, there's, there's horses everywhere, but it's been really good, and just been working in with each other, and hopefully uh, get some winners on Sunday. You do it very regularly. I think every time I come, I come out here and you know, I get an interview with um, someone different all the time. Do you enjoy that side of it, having people coming and, and staying? Yeah, it is quite good, mate. Like, um, you know, It's good good for them to come down and it's it works for us vice versa as well. Whenever we go anywhere, we sort of go uh, stay off them. So it works out. Not many people could say no to you. Not now, no. No, I've sort of got them buggered there. <laughs> <laughs> it does make it a little bit easier. Um, We'll start with the Grand Prix horses and we'll touch on your stable after that. But um, um, Treacherous Gal, I saw her win the Southern Oaks last year. Uh, well, no, it was earlier this year, sorry. It, was, it had to be because she's a three-year-old. Um, but um, probably just hasn't come back quite the same horse this time in. Uh, she has been good. She won fresh up for us this prep. She went really well. Won a Neville Yard Heat come from last. And then she's just been dogged by draws and, and um, you know, not, not very good runs. But, yeah, very, very happy with us. Just going to need a bit of luck and... Yeah, she seems pretty well. Uh, just she sort of flies under the radar a bit, so that suits us. We'll we'll be doing our best on Sunday. Well, it's, I mean, I I watch most of the races, and you know, I'm glad you said that because, and, and you did say she always seems to get ordinary draws, which you have got on on Sunday as, uh, again. Um, Millwood Nike now out. Um, how does that change the race for you? Do you think? I oh, sort of it doesn't change it as such. You're sort of going to have to drive one way or another anyway. So. Um, you know, Zach Butcher's filly's very good and so is Artie's by the seaside, but basically everything in there has earned their spot though, haven't they? It's the a, it's a top 12, 14 money earners of the year, so um, yeah, they've, they've all earned their spot. It's just going to, who gets the best run, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely, and she, if she gets that form that she had down south, I mean, she was brutal that day, the high speed that she has got with the right sort of run, um, that, you know, will always hold her in good stead. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if, if even if she gets in front of them, it, it wouldn't matter. So, uh, yeah, we won't be leaving any stone unturned this week, and we'll be giving it a good crack. Two-year-old trotters this year seem to be every year I say it, but I think they're getting better. Um, Two-year-old fillies seem to be better than the boys as well this year. Little whip, um, one first up, I think. Is that right? Or the right or second up? Uh, no, she hasn't won a race yet, but she well, she did. Yeah, she did run second in the sales race. So she went really good there. She's she's a funny wee horse, but she has been getting better. Uh, with the racing and uh, the boys have done a great job of showing her. She's touching herself a bit in the last couple of starts. She's been perfect. So uh, it's good. It is good splitting them up, fillies and colts. Um, just trying to think the sort of best one so far is probably Princess Sadie. has been the benchmark and um, Empire nice City, yep. two very nice fillies. So. Uh, you know, I do think we're a rough place chance if we get the right run sort of thing. Yeah, um, and tricky draw, but sometimes wide draws are good with trotters, aren't they? That's the thing, she's quite a speedy wee thing as well, so she can sort of just sit off the speed. Well, the main thing is doing things right, and then hopefully she can finish off. Your teammate, um, we'll stay on the, the trotters, because I know you've had a couple of tactical landings. Um, one definitely won first up. Which one was that? Oh, tactical, but he won a trial. He's quite a nice horse, but he's, he's quite a big bugger, so he's actually having six months out and... The plan is it'll be good to have them ready this time next year for the derby and that. They look like nice horses. They just um, on paper, or what you see, they look like they need a little bit of time. Bobby Butt's horse a bit the same. They got the ability, but just a bit raw. Yeah, all the ones I've seen, I've only seen uh, three of them so far. So my one, Bobby's one, and Mark Jones has got a nice filly too. Actually, it's in on Sunday, 
and the, they're all very similar, quite yeah. quite tall, lanky things. So you like to think they'll be all nice horses at three. Do you enjoy the trotters? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I enjoy them when they're trotting, but not, they're a bit of a head scratch of it. It's a good challenge, something different. It's a bit of a future like Bernie Hackett's here. I'm going to have a chat with Burns in a sec, but I think mean, the trotters have always been, especially in New Zealand, have such a you know a high regard, especially the fast class horses. But the depth in them right across the board now, it's pretty exciting, really. Yeah, I think it's just with the breeding now too. Like we're getting the world class stallions, you can go to nearly anything now. So that's a massive help, and the broodmare pool's just getting better too. Um, the other side of the team, the paces, um, you've got quite a few. You've got quite a few babies at the minute, just trying to work your way through them. Yes, basically they're all going through the paces now. We'll just work out what needs to sort of come back in early and, and what can have a bit longer out. So I quite enjoy this side, of, you know, this time of year and that side of things. And you know, the whole team probably. Probably only be three or four four-year-olds. The rest of three and, un and under. So, yeah, it's it's good, bit of a rebuilding phase and get the babies coming through. The scary part about it is like yielding sales aren't far off. So you sort of then go start penciling for and looking for for the next lot. Is that is that a bit of a struggle? You know, um, you're not a small stable with the numbers you got, but you know, a young stable is that one of the struggles you have um, over here? Is being able to sort of suppose get rid of some horses that might have one or two wins to make way for these babies that might have you know ten wins in them? Yeah, that's the thing. Sort of once those ones get on the mark, I think you've got to move them on. We've just um, sold a couple of men or two. They'll race next week. They'll, they'll do a good job for the new owners, but. Like you hit the nail on the head, really got to make room for these new ones coming through. That's sort of where the future is. Yep, and at a sudden, I think, you know, like a horse like Terry, he made his way across to Australia, and um, the way the handicapping system works over there, he's tailor made for, for that. I mean, he's a level below the fast class, and there's that level over there, especially in Victoria at the minute. Yeah, well, he's done a great job. Like, it was a shame to sell him. Like, he's, he's a good old horse to us. We made the New Zealand Cup and that, but it was just best thing for him, really. Um, Cora Valley Star, he's gone over there yeah. as well, so um, John and Sandra Owens have kept kept a half share in them, so that's good, and you know, if they're sort of battling like that, I think that's sort of the, the way to go, just send them over there and, and you know, get a, get a few more wins out of them. It's not easy over there either, there are, I think Terry went over there initially and won, but I was, we're in the same race as Cora Valley Star, sometimes it's so tempo-related in Australia, but um, people watch it from afar and they say, oh geez, it must be easier because, you know, Terry goes over there and goes bang, bang, um, but it's not that easy, but there is just the races there and there's the options there, like Andy and Kate, if, they, if they're if they not happy with him in Melbourne, they can send him to the bush for a couple of races as well. Yeah, that's the thing, they, they can sort of take them around and, and, you know, you don't expect them to go over there and go bang, bang sort of thing, but... You know, they do seem to get a bit better if they're racing and that style just takes them a couple of starts and away they go. Do you enjoy it mate? You, um, you how long have you been here? Have you been over 12 months? Uh, you're, probably, you're probably about 18 months here yeah. full time now so that's no, been working out good and it's been, yeah, been a lot easier to just have them all in one place but you do sort of miss the beach so it's you know, quite a, as you would have seen yesterday, a great spot to train from and great facilities that we had there so you um, to make the call but it is what it is and just got to do your best with what you got. You change your tact, in a way, like when you're here you don't have the access to the beach, you've got a pool, walker, you've got plenty of other stuff. Do you have to change your tact a little bit on the horses though? Some horses that um, you know, might be suited better to track training? Yeah, some of them, you can always whip them out to the beach as well. Bob and Matt are great letting us go there. And um, yeah, I've just found you're probably you're not getting those horses off other people that you could get a couple out of, but yeah. then they had to move on anyway. So you sort of notice the numbers drop. You know, as far as season tallies go, but it's probably got a little bit better quality, if anything. Yep. And um, yeah, just got to keep building on that, really. 
Do you enjoy it, mate? You're not, like, you're not an old man. I mean, you've been in the game for a little while, but you're not an old man. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, you have to. Like, yeah, you sort of, you got to look at it different ways. It's, it's not easy all the time. So I'm actually, uh, I'm booked in for five weeks next, next April on the way to the UK for a OE. I'm probably about 15 years too late, but I'll, I'll go over there and have a look around and have a bit of a spell. So it'll be, it'll be good for us all. Yeah. So that's already planned. You've got people who will look after the horses here for you, and you'll be able to get away. And are you going to horse racing, or are you just going to get away full stop? Just get away full stop. Have a have a look around, and yeah, just do a bit of touring. That'd be cool. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it. So I think the biggest trip we've ever had was three weeks to a month. We went on a rugby trip to America, so that was good fun, and you look to have a bit of a freshen up again this this one. Oh, very well. Good. Thank you. Thanks for the chat, mate. Thanks for what you do with the industry. I think you know a lot of people probably don't realise how many people you do put up here, and um, you know I think it's great that you do because it makes it easier for these guys to to be able to travel. And if they can travel easier, it means we get a bit of product on the track. And so I think you know a lot of people mightn't say it, but I reckon it's great what you do because um, a lot of people like to keep to themselves and keep everything quiet. You open the doors, some of the guys you let in too worry me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a rough old bunch, but that's, it's been good fun. But I can't wait to Monday when they bugger off. <laughs> Thanks, Reggie. Thanks, mate. <laughs>